0: Ding, 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 ding. And in this corner, hailing from San Diego, California, you know him as the Dome. It's Orion, the Research Wrestler.
1: <sighs> it's a great crowd. It's a- Wild was- crowd. And ding, ding, ding. <laughs> and in this corner,
0: you know him as Barodome. <laughs> He's crunching those numbers, folks. It's Mark the Crunch Wrestler. That's right. And I'm your announcer who's clearly seen a lot of wrestling. It's Erica the Ring Girl. Music.
1: Welcome to the New World Pictures Podcast, where we talk about every movie released by New World Pictures. I'm Ryan. With me, as always, is Mark. I want to hear the crunch. I want to hear
2: the cracks. Mm -hmm. I want to hear the groans and moans. I'm only happy, Breaking Bones.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And Erica. Oh,
0: man. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) Ding. <laughs> Get into the ring.
1: <laughs> uh, yes, this is going to be a bit of a wrestling themed uh, episode because in 1985, New World Pictures decided to go all in on wrestling. And of course, we're talking about 1985's Grunt, the wrestling movie.
3: The champion Skull Crusher Johnson is gouging mad dog's eyes. Mad dog staggers back, Skull Crusher adds a shot to the throat. In 1979, an event occurred that changed the history of mankind as we know it. It was the year of the great championship battle between Skull Crusher Johnson and Mad Dog Joe DiCurso. And he's slingshotting himself around the ring, building up momentum with a Head of steam he heads for mad dog Joe with the champion goes head first into the ropes in a remarkable demonstration of wrestling artistry mad dog employed a new and devastating combat technique oh, no. he decapitated mad his dog, opponent
4: just decapitated the champion. being
3: a deeply sensitive sportsman mad dog fell into a deep depression and 120 feet into the san francisco bay but did he really Now, today, every man, woman and child on the planet asks the number one question, is the vicious new monster called the mask? In reality, Mad Dog Joe DeCurso. Uh, I I wanna ask you, uh, I wanna ask you a question. At last, a motion picture reveals the whole mind-snapping truth. Mad Dog Joe! Yes, the man. You are an idiot. Follow investigative director Leslie Uggams and creepy Dr. Tweed as they fearlessly expose the romantic world of championship wrestling. Oh, movie trash, huh? We're We're not reporters. We're making a documentary about Joe's life. You'll see the pop stars in the parks. The beautiful people, the ugly people, the psychotic people. Now are gonna take you. it! We're gonna squeeze it! Yeah! Now, all the spectacle and scuds. I scurs. like the pain! All the magnificence and monstrosity.
1: I don't even think I know what I knew.
3: Comes to you in one gut-busting movie. Do you think there's gonna be a decapitation? No. Wow. Well. Ah, Grunt, the wrestling movie.
1: can can't tell who you might catch. Yes, Grunt, the wrestling movie directed by Alan Holzman. This was his third and final film for New World following Forbidden World, a.k.a. Mutant, in 1982 and Out of Control in 1984. Also in 85. It came out in 85 in the States. This is written by Roger D. Manning, which I thought at first was a pen name because there is literally no a pet other. Pet name? Pet pen. Normally, you know, yes. yes. a little more creative nope. of a name. Nope. Have you, you met go, my oh, dog? His,
2: get, get, come on, snuggle up, Roger D. Manning. Get over here. Right.
1: His real name is uh, his, uh, Snuggles. Snuggles. That's right. <laughs> Snuggles D. Manning, but uh, as a pet name, we call him Roger. Sorry, pen name. D stands for dog. Yeah. Snuggle Dog Manning. Snuggles Dog Manning. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> just another Manning brother. Just, just succeeding. Oh, um, no, I thought it was a pen name because I he has no other credits. This is the single credit to his name, is writing this uh, film, but. He did write it. Um, the story was created by Holzman, also Tony Randall, who produced the movie. Uh, and we talked to a little bit. We, I can say it. He's our friend. Oh yeah, friend yeah. Tony Randall. We're friends. He's. I, he'll be uh,
2: celebrating Christmas with us this year. So. <laughs> Whether he likes it or not. <laughs> News to him, but get used to it. <laughs> he
1: probably isn't going to like it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Tony, we had you here. We did not get you any presents. <laughs> but we still wanted you here. <laughs> um, uh, so Tony Randall produced Lisa Tomei, uh, no relation to Marissa, I believe. But she, she was actually a visual effects artist who she was dating Tony Randall at the time. Uh, she also came up with the story. And Barry Zetlin, who was also the co-editor and associate producer on this film, they all worked on the story for this. And then snuggles Dog Manning. (laughs) Put it all together into a script. (laughs) This uh, stars Jim Turner, a.k.a. Jeff Dial. uh, A.k.a. (laughs) J-Dog. For sure. Uh, Jim had to use a pen uh, pen name. A pet name. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh, a pet name. Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) <laughs> I wish I had the dog equivalent of an air horn, because, like,
4: ow-woo!
2: sound effect every
1: time. Well, Jim's real name is Lovey. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, no, he, he had actually just joined SAG, and so this was a non-union project, so he had to quickly invent a, a false name, a pseudonym, oh. if you will. And so he just came up with Jeff Dial, um, so that's his name in this, but it is actually Jim Turner, um, who plays the documentary director, Leslie Uggams. Not, not- that Leslie Uggams. Right. <laughs> that's right. Indeed. Named after the singer and actress. Uh, that is what it, Alan Holzman named that character yeah. after. But, uh, so it has a double joke where if you don't know who Leslie Uggams is, it seems like he's mentioning no one, but if he all does mention that, not that Leslie Uggams, it is, uh, he means the singer. And um, if
2: you know what Leslie Uggams looks like, you would get the joke that when he says not that Leslie Uggams, it's pretty obvious Yes, that he's yeah. not, Leslie <laughs> not Leslie Uggams. He's
1: definitely not Leslie Uggams. Now, he's Jim's best known probably for the HBO series Arliss. He did seven seasons on that. Never heard
2: of it.
0: <laughs> Do you know it by its pet name?
4: <laughs>
1: Cinnamon? Cinnamon? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh, uh, seven seasons of good old cinnamon. I can't believe they put that to bed. We didn't put it to bed. We took it to a farm. And we had to put down cinnamon. I mean, it's a long... Look, they, cinnamon had a great life. <laughs> cinnamon had a great life and lives on a farm now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, it was when they were like uh, sports agents is the comedy mark. Yeah, I, I know. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, okay. He also uh, played a character called Randy the Redwoods in a series of ads on MTV for about three years in the late 80s into 1990. Uh, we, who was sort of like the spaced out hippie dude uh, who also then at a the time was running – quote unquote running for president they did a fake ad where he was running for president and he had these bugged out glasses and anyway yeah, um, now that i remember
2: our list is a bit of
1: a blur yeah, but I, re- right. I know exactly what but you're talking about, that, about the mtv spots <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah back um also starring greg magic schwartz as mad dog joe de in his debut mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he was a weightlifter at gold's gym at the time he was not a wrestler wwf would not allow them to cast any of their wrestlers at the time so schwartz would then go on to appear as smasher in 1987's over the top after mm. this mm-hmm. um also have to mention Marilyn dodds frank as lola mm. uh she's had a long long career she's still uh, working as a character actor including some roles in high fidelity and also mom and dad but she had been Holzman's girlfriend in a college, so she had moved out to L.A., and he knew that she was looking for work, so he hired her uh, for this role, where she plays Lola, Mad Dog DeCurso's girlfriend. Um, that's the cast. There's a lot of people in this cast. There's a lot. There's yeah. a, So there's I'm only going to mention time. a few, because there's so many people yeah. in this cast, and we'll probably talk and about And you learn them. to love them all. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. You really do. But before we continue to talk about them and this movie, we're going to need to talk about what this movie is about. So, let's start with Mark. What is this movie about? Uh, it's about Wrestling
2: Tonight where everything is bigger than life life life. <laughs> it's about Wrestling Tonight. Rock and roll and Wrestling Tonight. <laughs>
3: Linda and Adrian Street, the human bomb shelter, Jake the snake, ask Mad Dog to curse her if it's real or fake, Golden Greek told us the giant
4: coon Dick off El Toro, the grunt brothers too, the wild Samorans got something crazy going, they're gonna be going empty.
2: tweed who was not a wrestler not a wrestler yeah. at all just
1: brings it up yep just, just throw that oh, in there he brought
2: up my he's name he's just important uh, all right
1: story. erica what is grunt the wrestling movie about oh
0: man uh it Surprisingly, in addition, in addition to wrestling, um, it's about how hard it is to be in a romantic relationship with a wrestler.
2: Mm, that's yeah. a good point. A that's a really good point.
1: It's a complicated profession. Well, it's not just of what you say. You said it's not about just wrestling. It is about wrestling, but it's about all of wrestling. Yeah. Because it's not just about the matches. It's about yeah. the whole lifestyle. It's
0: about the matches in the ring and outside of the ring.
2: That's right. And it's even about a little bit of wrestling. Oh, uh oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> when you're just just getting physical with some friends,
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, Um, that's true. But also, I feel like this movie is about Pepsi's domination of movie sponsorships <laughs> because they were paps! handing that Paps out to everybody. <laughs> It's a choice of a new generation. Yeah. You barely had to have. It was could've.
0: falling out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Empty cans were falling out of the Mark, car. When you
1: and I were making movies uh, with just on video cameras with friends, yeah. hardly making movies. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No. Hard to call them movies. <laughs> However, had we just bothered to write Pepsi, I feel like we could have gotten yeah a no. lot yeah. of Pepsi. Would have totally
2: worked. Yeah, I I mean, It Worked.
1: It worked for Slaughterhouse. It worked for. Yes, it worked for a lot of a lot of movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, they, they a lot of movies were getting Pepsi around. Pepsi in mid-80s. was giving that shit away. they, yeah. w- they really were. They really
0: Imagine were. how much scarier Camp Death would have been with little Peps. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the movie that I made in high school. That's right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Camp Death 2. Camp Death 2, to be or, fair. Or Camp, Camp Death 2. Sorry. Um, you go straight to the sequel. With yeah. <laughs> start with the sequel. Yeah,
2: exactly.
1: Just like how we're going
2: to start with Angel 3. That's nice. right. That's how
1: we do it at this podcast. We, <laughs> we don't start at 1. Yeah. yeah. Uh, group group we, show 2. We Benjamin Button every franchise. <laughs> mm-hmm. House 2. We gotcha. <laughs>
4: uh,
1: let's get into the Letterboxd synopsis. We're on Letterboxd, so find us there. Give us a follow if you can. Um, This one feels pretty accurate. Mm. I mean you know so here it's about a document documentary excuse me documentary crew follows the tale of a pro wrestler who disappeared and seems to have now returned to the sport under a new guise yeah fairly accurate if if not a spoiler mm-hmm. it's definitely a documentary yeah. crew it's a mockumentary this uh-huh. movie and it's definitely about a pro wrestler who disappears mm-hmm. yeah. His reappearance, though, who's re- his return? He well, he who seems to have returned. Mm-hmm. So as as the mask, as the mask. So right. we mm-hmm. think that he's returned in this so new mask. We're trying persona. to uncover is
2: mm-hmm. he is the mask who has become the the I don't know the most popular, the most famous of wrestlers mm-hmm. right now. He yeah. the mask has adopted some of the moves that he had, and so
1: there's a lot of suspicion around. Like, is sure. the mask him? sure?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And you know uh, yeah so i guess it's not much of a spoiler then after all um, seems to actually be pretty accurate you can yeah. also watch this on youtube Tubi, plex you can find it on a bunch of those we we watched the kino lorber blu-ray of
2: course we did of course we did physical <laughs> media y'all i watched it on uh, amazon prime oh mm. uh, okay where where you can where you can you can buy it or rent it okay uh-huh. and i also watched the youtube version wow so uh, wow both both sides
1: okay well good you really got your your bases covered then yeah um the movie starts in a black and white opening scene uh which is a flashback and it is a match between mad dog joe de and skull crusher johnson who's Mm -hmm. played by mexican Mm -hmm. wrestler victor rivera and uh we get our first decapitation (laughs) yeah yeah I mean, yeah. our first and in our, in our only. <laughs>
4: it is the only.
2: Our first and last. <laughs> but it's, it's really the, the moment that you, uh, that sets the tone yeah. for the rest of the movie. Yeah, for sure. Um, when I first started watching this, I really didn't know anything about it. And yeah. uh, the opening, the first opening five minutes of the movie, it's all black and white. It's sort of treated and shot similar to, I guess, the wrestling equivalent of Raging Bull. And I, I thought it was a serious movie until he was decapitated. Yeah. Yeah. And then I thought, well, where is this going? And, uh, you know, it pretty quickly, you know, they have the decapitation. Then they're showing all the press. Also, this posits a world where the press is just clamoring right. yeah, for right. what's happening yeah. in the wrestling Not world. Not only that,
1: but there are, are multiple TV shows <laughs> yeah. about wrestling, focused on wrestling. But, mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Some of which are hosted by wrestlers. Yeah. <laughs> right. And everyone's right. keyed in. Right. But though this is, you know, 85 and this is when, you know, wrestling was really taking off. I I can't say that I was a huge wrestling fan at the time. But no. But I could
2: have seen some of these shows making their way onto KUSI back in the early
1: days that of KUSI. That's Channel 51 <laughs> in San Diego for anyone that it
2: was not quite
1: network tv yeah. but above UHF. cable access
2: yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just exactly. sort of in that yeah, middle UHF ground. channel just yeah. sort of like, yeah. Yeah.
1: it was like you could you could see watch wrestling you could wa- also watch like an old black and white sci-fi mm-hmm. movie that probably roger corman and i his. think
2: you that's where you watched uh morton downey jr correct <laughs> correct oh. <laughs> so now you know what what kind of uh,
1: arena you're playing in right yes there. exactly Who sort of plays a role in this movie, yeah, sort, of does. movie. Sort, sort of does. does yeah i you know you had mentioned this movie and we when we talked to tony randall um in our interview with him you had sort of mentioned it and and you would sort of, so i sort of knew it was a comedy from that but i will say this opening scene does not lead you in to think this is going to be a comedy until no. that decap decapitation it's really lit dramatically mm-hmm. it really looks mm-hmm. like really good and you're like okay where's this going What what is this going to be and it's not just the the decapitation, because I do think it's right afterwards that we that we talk to his manager that we really get like it really. OK, I was like, OK, I had I had my first laugh out m- loud moment when he was like his manager says Skull Crusher Johnson has come back from worse, far worse from this. If you can believe that. And I was <laughs> like, OK, I mean. Yeah. yeah yeah no that was
2: the first laugh out loud moment I was the second like, time oh, i watched it too. okay
1: and this movie like kind of is it's kind of interesting because look for one if you're into wrestling this is a movie for you because there's tons of it yeah. <laughs> now it's maybe not got some of the name uh people that you know from the 1980s it doesn't particularly have some of those doesn't have any of the wrestling. No, you're from not going to get WWF. Hulk Hogan. You're not or, get, yeah, right. you know, exactly.
2: Andre the Giant. That's right. not going to happen.
1: You're, they're not in this movie, but you will get a lot of wrestling. A lot of, a it. lot of it. For being a wrestling movie, it has a shocking amount of wrestling in it. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> when you when you go into a movie called yeah. Grunt the Wrestling Movie, you'll be you'll surprise yourself by going, "This is a lot of wrestling." You'll say that out <laughs> loud to yourself. Yeah, even though you put on Grunt the Wrestling Movie.
2: Well, you, normally you would think a wrestling movie is going to have some wrestling, but then it's going to have a lot of hijinks, antics <laughs> yes. outside of that. Yep. This is really just a lot of wrestling. It's a yeah. lot of wrestling.
1: But there are hijinks because we meet uh, our director, Leslie Uggams, uh, who is making this documentary to find out what happened to Mad Dog DeCurso, uh, Mad Dog Joe DeCurso. Joe DeCurso, yes. Pardon Get me. It. Get it right. Get it right. <laughs> As the sound guy would mention. Um, And we also meet uh, the new wrestler, as Mark was saying, The Mask, Mm -hmm. and the president of his fan club, Dr. Tweed, Mm -hmm. played by Robert Glaudini, who also appears in New World's Wavelength from 1983. And he wrote 2010's Jack Goes Boating, Mm. based on his play of the same name, which starred uh, the late Philip Seymour Hoffman. Mm. uh, and, And he also directed that film. Wow. And we also meet his good friend Charlie, yeah, Frank Collison, who is just enjoying a Peps on the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know when you
2: when you're running a, a high end clothing store that right. is kind of it, it, in today's terms, like we call that a pop pop-up <laughs> pop up yeah. shop. you know, we'd yes. be saying like, "Hey, he's got really awesome mm-hmm. designer menswear, but like you got to wait for the drops." Yeah. Back then, it was just like selling shit on a street corner. Yeah, that's right. But you know, it's it's funny how things have changed. So I much mean, has in changed. The modern world. So he would be crushing it
4: today. <laughs> oh
0: my god, yeah.
1: <laughs> but he was ahead of the pets. times. <laughs> ahead of the times. Way ahead. Um. So they're bringing us basically through the world of uh the mask and trying to figure out this mystery. Uh, by the way, Charlie is played uh, played by Frank Collison in one of his first roles but he will appear later in new worlds elvira mistress of the dark yeah he will uh, he also played uh the bad guy who is only ahead, a head guy named sprug and Dollman.
2: oh <laughs> Ryan, have you watched that recently yes, yes i did huh some wow, might do you, say do you own that i do
1: own the, oh. i do own, own doll because someone gave that to me for my birthday that is a great gift <laughs> Well, that's a generous Full moon person. Features. Yeah. <clears throat> we also have uh, Angel Face, mass manager. That's Lydie, I want to say. Lydie Denier. Denier. Lydie Denier. She's a French actress mm-hmm. uh, who uh, would go on to TV shows like Tarzan and Acapulco Heat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hot. And I love the fact that she had her dog also in. Mm-hmm. In, like, a costume? That yeah. That was pretty amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's what you do. <laughs> Why wouldn't you do that? What, Why I mean, wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you?
0: I mean, yeah, if you're going to go all out to get dressed up as a wrestler, you know, with yeah. your th- whatever your theme is, have either your assistant, manager, whatever, come also be dressed in the theme, I mean, put the dog in the theme. Of course. And, and if you haven't seen this, the dog is wearing kind of the eye mask and mm-hmm. a little cape. Yeah. He just loves it.
2: Well, I mean, there's a lot of peer pressure in the wrestling world. You know, you bring your dog around without that mask on and, and without a proper costume. Your wrestling friends can be like, what the fuck? Yeah. 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 What? You, your dog's nude. It's, yeah. Imagine yeah. this is cool. Career
1: suicide.
0: You brought a nude dog up in here.
1: <laughs> yeah. Imagine like managing a wrestler and owning a little poodle and not dressing it up. Like, yeah. You yeah. would. Yeah. Mistake. Yeah. Huge mistake. Huge mistake. <laughs> Yeah, it's an interesting uh, concept because you, you got to think that Spinal Tap has come out. This mm-hmm. is Spinal Tap, but mockumentaries are not like a very common thing. Mm-hmm. No, uh, they're not a thing. They're not a thing. They're not. They're not a thing yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So look at New World just being on, just being on top of it. I'm not sure how much New World had to do with it, but um, but you know they. This is kind of a unique thing for them, and unique. I feel like that they have a comedy. Yeah, right. This is it's odd. Once this goes full blown comedy, it's like, wow, this is this is weird for New World.
2: Yeah, I, it was unique. Their their comedies, especially at this time. At this time, they weren't really. They were doing a lot of teen dramas. We ended up with a lot of uh, Omega syndromes and. You know, really kind of crappy action movies and of course horror movies.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Had this been successful, we might have had mockumentaries of like yeah. the USFL. <laughs>
1: God, why <laughs> did we M- get that? MISL uh. soccer.
2: Like, <laughs> think of all of these sort of sub tier uh. sports oh, we man. could have covered in yeah. mockumentaries. We still had can. Had this been a, we still can. Yeah, man. you're right. I mean. Neither of those two sports that I mentioned are still around. Although I guess the USFL is coming back. So
1: now's the perfect time. Now is the
2: time. Uh, Hey, everybody. Um, (laughs) if You're looking for someone to make this mockumentary. I know two people, actually three people, including myself, who are all sitting in a room
1: right now waiting for your call. Caller. Collars? <laughs> There's no collars. There's no collars. <laughs> Shoot. But also collars? make sure you have enough money left over for Steeman.
0: Yeah. Well, We've this is how has a double feed. This
2: is how we're gonna bankroll Steeman. That's oh. right. Oh, just yeah. all all right. on this mockumentary.
4: Wow. wow. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's going all the revenue we get from this mockumentary about the upcoming USFL will make and will roll into Steeman. Love it. And All the people, all the stars that are playing on the team for USFL will be in Steeman. Oh,
4: wow. Yes.
2: This is a, it's a double banger. Mm -hmm.
4: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) God, Uh, I can't wait. Come on, Benefactor. (laughs) Reveal yourself.
1: But, um, I don't know know what to say. (laughs) I don't know what to say after that. I know. I have no transition. Um, I, I don't know where to go. I, 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 I thought this movie was really good. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm kind of like, well, look, the ride is the ride and it it definitely goes from like wrestling match to wrestling match with some with some things in between. We also get to meet, as we talked about earlier, we get to meet Lola, who was the former manager of uh, Mad Dog, Joe DiCurso, who gets an incredible scene where she gets to just like two incredible scenes. One is where she gets to go off and talk about her time with Mad Dog mm-hmm. when she was living with him before mm-hmm. he disappeared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I I loved that scene. I thought she was incredible in that. Where she's just
2: saying, Why did I keep all this stuff and just yeah. throwing all this stuff at yeah. him? Like, take she's it. Like, here's a here's stuff. an award, take it. Yeah. I don't know
1: why I'm even holding on to this. Yeah. yeah. And then another scene mm. later when they like she throws all this old film footage that they shot together and then she's and they just watch it and then it's just like this very like welcome to our home and you know this very like sort of you know pollyanna-ish like footage of her and joe's domestic situation which was also a riot and such a great contrast i mean i just i i was i was really surprised at how much i i really dug this little movie it's definitely not perfect by any no. stretch, but it was really I really enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, she's doing her best to do sort of the <clears throat> lifestyles of the rich and famous, yeah. and walking through their apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the apartment is definitely not rich and famous. In fact, one of the things I really like about this movie is it manages it all um, it, it it manages to capture real Los Angeles
4: mm-hmm. in a
2: way that a lot of movies don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not going to get any of the highlights. None of the tourist attractions. Right. None of the big, uh, the big feature, the, none of the big things to go check out. No big scenes in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of just, um, just the regular streets. Yeah. The regular streets of Los Angeles. And I was like, Oh, I like this. Yeah. You know, you're the the glitz and glamour isn't here. <laughs> yeah. I also like, cause that,
1: it could have been shot. Like it literally could have been shot anywhere, but, it really was shot in Los Angeles. Yeah, like it, yeah, it really was. You can tell, but it it's not because there's like landmarks or there's no any, no, no no. It's no. just you know,
2: it's just because there's palm trees and small Spanish uh, uh, revival homes. A lot yeah, of those, right? Yeah, uh, I did like at the beginning. Just really quick to go back when when uh, when the, after the decapitation, they interview this old guy who got blood on his shirt, and then they yes. cut back to him, and he because yeah. he says oh, this my was God. my favorite shirt. And then he says, they come back to him. He says, I got the blood out, but I couldn't get the chalk out. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. That is a really good joke. And then I, I, but just in case he's listening, you just mix two cups of cold water with one (laughs) tablespoon of (laughs) dishwashing liquid. Get a sponge, just dab it with that in, uh, on a sponge, just get that nice and saturated, and just pat, 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 and that'll take that chalk right out. So just- Should he just crunch the numbers <laughs> on a stain? Just-
1: Woo! I'm just saying, you know, blood is hard. Chalk is harder. Yeah. Wow. Well, wow. I, I I, feel like it's time to point out what a mockumentary is to Mark. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wait, huh <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if he's going to I don't it. think he's going to listen i don't think it's worth it i don't it. think he really I, needs I, mm. advice
1: about how to wash his shirt but i agree there's some really funny bits in there and i don't i it's like i i want to talk about the movie but i don't want to just go over like my favorite bits cuz i want people to like watch the movie and see it but there's some very funny that was one of the. i really dug that one that was one of the jokes that i i really enjoyed on the on a second time through the movie and there's a lot of good stuff going through it, a like second time. the ring announcer, mm-hmm. who talks about how he really just wanted to be a psychiatrist.
2: He yeah. didn't want to be a ring announcer. Then walks off walks screen, off. saying, yeah. talking something about his parents and how they couldn't afford medical like, school. medical school, <laughs> yeah. and he just walks off. And we never go yep. back to that subject again. Never mm-hmm. hear. See, I was or laughing hear from so hard. Again. I was like, that is such a great joke because they didn't overdo it, and mm-hmm. they just had him walk off, and you're like. I feel like there's a richer story here, but right. yeah. he just walked nope, away. So you don't need that. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> there, and you know, there. Oh, God, there's so many fun bits that 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 went through this movie. Um, um, I think when Leslie introduces the movie that he wanted to make, he said, "I think since my, I walked in on my parents, and my dad said they were wrestling. I've just been obsessed with wrestling. <laughs> 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 it's just like." some really really uh, clever stuff and in they here. do
2: showcase a lot of certainly 70s to early 80s wrestling talent like before yeah. the WWE for sure for so sure. you do have a lot of you know sort of the middle tier uh, popular wrestlers of the time um what's his name who has the TV show yeah uh,
1: uh, exotic yes uh exo- i'm sorry exotic adrian street
2: yeah the exotic adrian, adrian street who was obviously a, who was a real wrestler right. and right. that he was just playing his normal persona in fact his his sidekick or his uh, i forget what they what they call that um his sidekick is his wife Oh, okay. In real life. In
1: real life. Oh, okay. I didn't know
2: that. Yeah, he was... Miss Linda? Yeah, Miss Linda is his real wife. Oh, wow. He's still alive. He's Welsh. They Hmm. moved back to to Wales? To to Wales. Wow. And they just live there. And that's... I mean, you know, once once you do enough wrestling, you know, most wrestlers, when they retire, they go to Wales. This is a little known fact.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. They couldn't hire people from the WWF. So they brought in, like, a lot of wrestlers from mexico some from canada Mm -hmm. they have uh british wrestlers like they they were looking they were having to cast from all over the place and a lot of people that were just like uh you know just guys that just were like like the main guy uh they were just dudes that were like weightlifters yeah yeah no exactly because i don't i think the guy that played um uh captain captain uh well the names are all blending together this will be fun to edit. Um, Captain, <laughs> the guy who played Captain Carnage, right. I believe that guy, Bill Grant, I think he was just a, a, a weightlifter. I don't think he was an actual wrestler. So, um, But then when the mask, so he has his uh, first manager of Angel Face. Mm-hmm. When he eventually gets upset with her, he gets John Tolos to manage him. And John Tolos was uh, originally a wrestler before mm-hmm. WWF. Mm-hmm. That guy, one thing this movie does, it has much like wrestling it just and a huge amount of colorful characters yeah. yeah and they just continue to add more of them just, in throughout right. like yeah because when they got to john Tolos, we had i had just basically fallen in love with exotic adrian street mm-hmm. and or i'm sorry yeah exotic adrian exotic street. adrian street and i was like oh my god this guy's the best and then next literally on his show he's like Now we're going to bring on the mask with his new manager, John Tolos. John Tolos walks in. Right. uh, The Golden Greek, I think he called himself. And he just took over. And I was like, who are these amazing? We're well into the movie at that point. Yeah. Yeah, At this point, we're almost, we're three quarters of the
2: way in. Yeah. We're Mm -hmm. nearly towards the end. Which I have to ask just to, I I don't mean to uh, spend too much time on the exotic Adrian Street, but when they introduced him. Was I the only one that went? So is that where Gene Simmons got his look for Never Too Young to Die? <laughs> right? Because I very was very like, familiar. Oh. I, for I a second, I was like, "Oh, oh, yeah. it's Gene Simmons. Oh no, it's oh wait, no, but it looks a lot like Gene Simmons a lot, from a, a movie lot. we know and love." That's yeah. right. That's
1: right.
0: Yeah, good call. Yeah,
1: it it, it definitely had that kind of energy. Yeah. yeah. And then when you when you've tapped out. See what I did there? Oh, wow. Wow! (laughs) Uh, I think we should keep this about (laughs) wrestling and not bartending. (laughs) Okay. That's fair. That's fair. It's called Grud (laughs) the Wrestling Movie. Let's keep it on on point.
2: You're right. You're right. I keep going off topic. But (laughs) when they have exhausted all of their uh, uh, wrestling wrestling personalities, personas, whatever, then they introduce Wally George in the middle. of this. yeah how and why they go on Wally George's show he,
1: I, is not it's never
2: really explained. Nope. Yeah. um it seemed like they just had access to Walt
1: <laughs> the dog is scratching himself. yeah, just that's not me. That's not I just want
2: to be clear. that's not me right.
1: Well, it's it's it does I mean, sound it, what, like it, it does sound like you scratching
2: yourself. That is it, admittedly it was it was me earlier when you heard that. Right. But not that. You, time. you guys both sound similar when right. it comes to scratching yeah, yourself. It's common. But it seemed like they had access to Wally George. Yeah. And were like Hey, Wally George said he'd be in the movie, so mm-hmm. let's go ahead and move forward with that.
0: Yeah, like he owed someone a favor. Or <laughs> he
2: something, owed someone so. a favor. Who, if those of you who don't remember Wally George, yeah, he was, did, you, uh, did you know who
1: Wally George was? I
2: did because I used to watch Morton Downey Jr. Right, right. And Wally George was like the more extreme, not quite as funny version okay. of morton downey jr like he was oh. even more over the top screamed at the audience more right uh, both of them were you know either seriously very like ultra conservative or m- almost in a way kind of parroting right that right, right, right. That, that, mm-hmm. that personality um but morton downey jr also had more uh production quality uh wally george was like shooting out of i don't know some crappy studio in fountain mm-hmm. valley like in orange county Mm-hmm. Um, but I do remember him, and when I
1: saw him in the movie, I was like, "Oh, that
2: guy!" Yeah, I, I did not remember about him. that I, guy. I literally
1: thought he was fake and thought it was just a Morton no, Del journey thing. That
2: is legit how his shows always were.
1: And Erica had to ask because she was like, "Because I said that the guy yeah. was." I found out the guy was real, and she was like, "He was real? Like yeah. uh, he was a real dude?" And Rebecca Mornay's dad and Rebecca wow. Mornay's dad. Yeah, he had several. He was married several times. Hmm. I think six is yeah. what I read. Wow. Yeah. And so he had he had children with each of those wives. Or not each, but several of those wives and Re- Rebecca De Mornay was was one of those marriages. Yeah. Um yeah, I I was wondering if you knew that because did did he start before Morton Downey Jr. or did Morton Downey Jr. start
2: That first? I honestly that I don't know. I just I remember both of them being sort of this is sort of this is obviously for for people who don't who weren't around at that time this right. is pre kind of pre-springer and so pre-daytime talk shows and so you had morton downey jr that was really over the top uh and then wally george who was the even more ridiculous version of that they would get you would only kind of see them on the local news or the national news when they would do something completely outrageous if you remember like morton downey jr um he did uh, similar to um shoot no now i'm totally spacing uh anyway he did uh where he he claimed he got beat up in a in an in a a, um an airport bathroom by nazis he was jumped and then yeah by nazi skinheads by nazi skinheads but it turned out he just faked the whole thing Wow! so like you know that was kind of where this all started to downfall Ah. but wally george i kept it going after morton Downey jr stopped he kept going yeah but you know, by that time I had I was not fourteen, so I was like, "This isn't that and much fun like, to watch." Yeah. Right, right, <laughs> right.
1: Plus, there was definitely more of like a funny camp factor. I think like it seems like what Wally George is, at least in doing in this movie, and I don't know the shows, but Morton Downey Jr. was definitely doing more of a Jerry Springer esque, yeah. Thing. And he had yeah. like the the
2: the the big pasta strainer as his ashtray, that yeah. and he Dude, that guy smoked smoked. the entire time. That guy smoked, yeah. when you you could chain smoke yeah on a tv show
4: yeah
1: yeah Yeah. and you just smoked the entire the entire time
2: and which didn't help him when he died of lung cancer no so it didn't help didn't help out didn't help him out but yeah uh, you know
1: who could have seen it coming they said (laughs) not
2: i um (laughs) it's a good thing it's a good thing at that time i didn't smoke at all um (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> yeah. I saw
2: him and went like, that is yeah. a, that is a warning beacon What a beacon nasty to habit <laughs> I am interested in. <laughs> but yeah, so we have, uh, so after Wally George and that whole scene that we got the exotic Adrian Street, we, we go back to, I mean, it's funny because obviously the plot is to try and figure out, is the mask.
1: Right, actually mask Yeah, who
2: yeah. is the mask, right? Right. But we do weave to a lot of we're on we're on the main thoroughfare, but we do go down some alleys and down some side streets. Yeah. Yeah. Which are all a joy to watch. For sure. But at times I found myself when we get back to the plot, I'd be like, Oh yeah. 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 The mask.
1: Right. Yeah. The mask. That right. Right, right, right. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. The mystery. Let's get back to that. Also, there are times when like you see the matches and there are a bunch of them. So like one road leads to a match, and then they go down this road leads to a match, and then the matches go on for so long. Sometimes you're like, "Oh yeah, right. What? Oh, that's right. There's the whole thing we're doing. It's not yeah. just these I'm not just watching a wrestling movie. I mean, <laughs> yeah. a wrestling like bout
2: or a right wrestling match. WrestleMania, WrestleMania, a match, a yeah. match. It's a wrestling match.
1: Um, but look, we've talked a little bit about we what we like about this movie, but I think it's time we talk about. Things we love and things we hated. That's right. We're going to talk about the things we love and the things we hated about Grunt, the wrestling movie. Mark, what is something that you loved?
2: Um, I really loved Doctor Tweed. Oh sure.
4: yeah. I, I
2: just I loved his character. I loved his sort of nasally. Yeah. Uh, 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 draw. I loved that he always wore a bow tie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And always seemed like. Like, he was, he really didn't care about whether it was the mask or not. He was just along for the ride and wanted to, I don't know, suck up whatever kind of fame and fortune this might acquire. Sure. But, of course, it doesn't. But yeah. I just, I found his character to be so fascinating. Yeah. Because he really hadn't, he knew enough people, but he had no business being a part of this. Yet he totally jumped in with both feet to help out this guy that's trying to make documentary.
1: Yeah, he he's a dude that like clearly drives a taxi for a job and runs a very specific fan club. Very
2: very specific.
1: Which is the uh the mask is a Mad Dog fan uh, or Mad Dog is the mask. Mad Dog fan is the mask fan club. Fan club. Yeah. Uh just so and that's why he hooks up with the filmmaker cuz he's like he believes that the mask is actually a mad dog and I'm going to show you and let me take you around. Mm-hmm. I'll take you to all these different people and they'll prove it. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and so, yeah, it's an interesting character and it's a pretty funny portrayal. It's a pretty funny portrayal. Erica, what is something that you love? Oh, I honestly
0: really enjoyed this movie. I loved a lot of things about it. I loved kind of the dark, comedy i love the mockumentary the music is fantastic Uh, Mm -hmm. just so great um i one scene that really really sticks out for me is just loved it and it was what mark you know when mark originally watched it pointed out to us was the scene with the the doctor where he talks yep. about tattoo removal? The dermatologist, yeah, the dermatologist talking about tattoo removal. Just jump ahead. Yeah. it's oh, so funny. It yeah. is so funny, and it's so just the comedic timing that I, that actor's comedic timing is just perfect, on point, just yeah. so great. But yeah, I really, I really, really enjoyed it, and I like you, Mark, was not sure what to expect. Mm-hmm um you know we had been kind of you know wanting to watch it after speaking with Tony so you know it was such a treat like such a nice surprise
1: to yeah. watch well cuz we're watching a lot of new world movies and sometimes they're <laughs> yeah. in, in different ways yeah yeah <laughs> this is true this is true and this seemed like an odd one because it was like just going to be about wrestling which it certainly is mm-hmm. it certainly is but like um there's very funny stuff in it. And like I was saying, I think what I loved about it is that when you rewatch it, there's other things you didn't get. Yeah. Like, I did not realize until I rewatched it that Mad Dog's old manager was named Dick Cough.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, I didn't, yes. know, I
1: just was like, what? Yeah. And that scene, I mean, uh. that whole section, I don't even yeah. know if that's a scene, but the whole section yeah. with him is pretty fantastic. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. pretty damn hilarious. Um and I love that too. I also love the music. My gosh, Exotic Adrian Street and the uh, Pile Drivers are mm-hmm. p- contribute yes. several songs yeah. to the soundtrack. am
4: so am love
3: Search for someone to
4: adore,
3: I've already given up my heart. And
4: the love I have is all counted for.
3: I've fallen for
4: a gorgeous work of art. When I want to see the fairest of them all.
3: And just the view. I'm in
4: love with
1: me. Amazing songs in this thing. And yeah. I, I couldn't believe that this was really his band. I hope yeah. he's still doing this band in Wales. I know, me Let's too. Hope. I hope there's a Welsh iteration of this thing. Um but yeah. then maybe we could go on tour together. That's right. With the, right with the late stage <laughs> yeah. hellraisers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean just let's all keep an let's all keep an open mind about it.
2: Right. <laughs> I mean, once we write like a couple songs, yeah. And yeah, yeah we, we still need to like yeah, like, yeah, yeah. write some songs. we'll, but we'll get there. We'll yeah, get, yeah, we'll get there. I yeah. mean that's yeah, right, writing
1: songs is the easy part. Mm. <laughs> right. What I really
0: like is <laughs> was, was when we did that um we came together for that collaboration for the song Pet Name. Yeah. god yeah yeah <laughs> so good I mean, that yeah. one's just, that one's
1: it's it almost it's itself. yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right let's talk about some things we hated mark this uh, this
2: movie has a little too much wrestling in it i get it it's a wrestling movie sure mm-hmm. it's, there's just just a just little a, too, much, just a, a, like, too much wrestling. <laughs> some of the scenes go a little yeah. long and you're like let's get back to the story everyone
1: well, it, i would venture to guess that if alan holzman and his collaborators here were able to make the movie they truly wanted they probably wouldn't have as much wrestling yeah but mm-hmm. we're talking about a movie called grunt the wrestling movie that's made in I don't know if this is the peak, but we're definitely on, uh, maybe we're, 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 it's on the rise. Yeah. Wrestling is becoming very, very popular. Mm-hmm. Right. So we're trying to make a movie that's got wrestling, mm-hmm. but then they're also trying to have, you know, this funny story about figuring out whether or not this wrestler truly disappeared or not. And so they had to throw in a lot of wrestling. Yeah. 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 And there's a lot. There's a there's lot. A lot. Yeah. It,
2: there's a, there's more than you expect. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. yeah yeah but That's this so is sense. this
2: is like 85 86 when you had like the pay-per-view wwe like all day wrestling events so yeah. th- i i don't know if this is peak I, I i think you're right but certainly we were getting there we
1: were it, yeah and it we was a part of, of it, public
2: sure. consciousness to like wrestling was a thing sure um mm-hmm. and so yes it makes sense you have a lot of wrestling but there's just a lot of wrestling
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just you could have cut it down a smidge just, less. Just wrestling. Just, yeah, just, it's yeah. a good
0: segue into what I hated, which was particularly um, with the the, the little,
1: little the little people. Yeah, wrestling. yeah. Wrestling the, the, the yeah. great pyramid wrestlers. Yeah, or the human I, pyramid wrestlers. Yeah. yeah,
0: not my favorite. Again, went on far too long. But way too long. Way, way too, too long. long. Um, I don't understand why they had to have scramble speak. Oh, yeah, We're, you know, and just... I know that there,
2: it, there was it was a thing to have little people team like little people wrestling teams, but to have like you said the scramble mm-hmm. speaker where they sped up like, they're just because you're a little person doesn't mean you talk like a, like you're in the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, it was really, in, it, like insulting yeah. in a way that was like, yeah, I was, mm. yeah. There's
1: there's a there's a lot of jokes in this. There actually is. Well, there is. A lot of wrestling there also are a lot of jokes in this <laughs> and sometimes a little the jokes are sometimes not mm-hmm. often but sometimes a little broad yeah and yeah. this was like the broadest of yeah. them yeah yeah was like their high-pitched kind of voices mm-hmm. and i was like mm-hmm. yeah yeah i yeah, yeah. I, I think the thing is either. you could have had
2: it could have been funnier not making that joke but going for something else yeah like they, having they, them like legit beat the shit out of something yeah they like did that, beat the mask i, I mean, know but do, like
1: so they do win the match which i mean there's that but yeah it's yeah, but that's
2: overshadowed by the other joke which is like the mm-hmm. high-pitched voice thing. Mm-hmm. when they
1: do have so many like legitimately clever jokes in this and mm-hmm. some very clever wordplay, play mm-hmm. you're like oh and then they kind of hit they have this yeah and it's like oh Okay, Mm -hmm. well, this is when they were
2: trying to win over Roger,
1: (laughs) Roger Corman, with just an over the top. This isn't Corman's anymore, then this isn't Corman doesn't own New World. Mm, I feel
2: like you're always trying to win over, they're still trying to
1: win him over just to get there. Like Roger, (laughs) we know you've moved on. Wait, are you talking about Roger D or Roger C? They're trying to win win over their own screenwriter. We've made this scene you wrote very silly. We hope that's what you wanted. Come on, Snuggles. Let's watch this. (laughs) Um I would agree with that though. Uh that was my thing too, was was uh the Great Pyramid Wrestlers. But Erica also pointed out something to me that there is a match between two female wrestlers in this. And in that when we do talk about how good the movie uh, the music is, excuse me for mm-hmm. the movie. There, the women's match mm-hmm. is uh, what is it? Queen Kong, Queen Kong, and, and uh, uh, Tomato, Killer Tomato, it? Killer or Tomato, tomato. Yes. Killer Tomato. Yeah. Um, they their music is not as good.
2: Yeah. I, yeah. When the chorus is saying, repeating, "A mighty big girl for her age." Yeah. You are like. Yeah. Don't know. I don't know if we need to talk. I don't know if that's the way to phrase that. Yeah, Yeah.
1: and look, I mean, again, we've 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 kind of said like we we're we're all on exotic Adrian streets street, if you will. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, we believe Mm -hmm. in you, but that song, I don't know. Well, but but this is again sort of the Tao of New World.
2: Yeah. Very often, when you watch a New World movie it reminds you that it was made in 84 yeah, or 77 or 72. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. you're like,
4: Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> a lot of movies have those qualities where you're a little bit like, Oh, right. But yeah. I feel
2: like new world had a tendency to just go a little, a little bit further.
1: They were often yeah. very much products of their time. Yes. <laughs> yes. And there's a couple moments in this that are products yes. of their time. Yes. And that is that, um, yeah
2: not they didn't go as far this movie didn't go as far as say a movie like soul man correct yes yeah
1: and we'll leave that point there as we move on <laughs> Smooth. as we talk about our favorite scene <sighs> mark what was your favorite scene
2: I, uh, the dermatologist done yeah moving yeah. on
1: Next. that scene is so fun that is the different arms the removable arms just to get rid no of no scarring tattoo. when you so, replace an arm i funny.
2: love how he said you get a donor arm as though people oh. are being like man i need to make some extra cash maybe i can get it, i can get rid of this arm mm-hmm. make 150 bucks for the weekend like who's <laughs> donating their arm
4: yeah
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and the fact that he's like is there any problems with that he's like no <laughs> yeah
2: all the other methods there's, are fraught with problems oh, Yeah, no, this is a one. pretty
1: easy procedure <laughs> yeah. there's just you know a few things that happen like you know your sleeve length and you know there's like yeah it's such a funny scene that's why like when you have funny scenes like that and you do get the great uh the great pyramid t- uh, wrestling team with their high-pitched you know munchkin yeah. voices you're like Ooh, there's okay. not, there's yeah. no,
2: there's not even there's a uh, there's no joke that comes even close to that in Soul Man.
4: Hmm.
0: <laughs> My favorite scene, Ryan, <laughs> thank you, would be um I did love that I did love the dermatologist scene as well. I also loved when they find the footage of when Lola uh is kind of walking them through her their apartment their shared apartment yes <laughs> and she's just. In her, in her um, like gown, I guess, or like her dress, like her, her clearly like fancy dress. And she's like, and this is our bedroom. And this is our bed where we relax and, you know, <laughs> and, then and then moves then,
2: right on. Yeah. And then
0: moves on. And then this is our closet. We have a modest life. Like I just, I could have watched that forever. I could have watched her cover every inch of that apartment. It was just yeah. I mean, we're out of so things we love, but there
1: are there is a lot of commitment on the part of the non-wrestling actors, of course, yeah. the wrestling actors as well, but the non-wrestling actors. There is moments where, like this, they, is as broad as some of the characters are, much, much like Doctor Tweed, is. A little bit of like a kind of a broad character but he really does they really try to keep that all in reality mm-hmm. and they yeah. really try to keep it and they're not trying to play these, yeah. these up too much and that's one of those scenes i think that there's so much to go back and watch mm-hmm. that scene about That's so funny but it's because she's playing it so yeah you know so close real. to the bone she's yep. really not trying to like tip the comedy of mm-hmm. it and you know you know
0: and it just makes it better when you do see her kind of unraveling and getting upset right. and wanting to give right. his stuff away. That you think back when she's showing his trophies and so proud of his trophy
1: wall, and, and now such she's a great like, contrast to her yeah. yelling and screaming mm-hmm. and yeah. kicking him down the stairwell at yeah. some point. So well, hitting him over the head with a
2: with yeah. a oh, hand, hand. Yeah. yeah,
1: so great. Um, my favorite scene, I think I maybe sort of mentioned it, but when when he goes to see Dick Kopf and yes, they. Uh, I love the fact that number one, like he curses like up a storm, and they always have to bleep it out, which is funny. But there's a flashback scene where he talks about, which again leads to some wrestling. Mm-hmm. But it describes when Mad Dog went off on everyone, including his own wrestling partner of yeah. Captain Carnage, and then he was like pulling uh shirts off of people in the crowd yeah. and just like lost his mind. Yep. Lost it on everyone. And rips it, the
0: rips the um tray off of the person who's selling refreshments. <laughs> right. <laughs> he
1: just kinda like loses his mind over just not really liking how the match went down, yeah. even though I think they won it. It it's it's just so it it was just ridiculous and I thought it was a blast. It's a very funny scene. Um that's my final that's my favorite scene and that bl- brings us brings us to final questions. I only have a few final oh, questions. Okay. Ooh. All right. Oh, Got to stretch for this. Stretch for this. Stretch it stretch. out. Stretch. <clears throat> so okay. we're talking 19 dollars 95 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But is $24 a year a good rate for the Mad Dog is Mask fan club? Yes.
0: Yeah. It's Isn't only that? 2 bucks yeah. a month.
1: Yeah, I mean, it feels like a lot. I feel like I that would be something in 1985 where I would be like, I don't think I could. I don't think I could. Oof, that's I, a lot. I, I'm that's sorry, lot but down.
2: those those Columbia records uh, uh, subscriptions are way more than that.
1: Mm-hmm. You're well, what pay are you way getting? More. Well, what are we getting out of this?
2: Uh, that I, I, mean, they didn't cover. I didn't get a brochure, Ryan. I don't know what. <laughs> yeah, you well, wish you Sorry, Ryan. We weren't like, able to join the fan I mean, club. You get,
1: you get one thing, which is the Mad Dog. Like a barking gun, yeah, right. But, but that, I'm sure it.
2: every month there's another. Is there something
1: else?
0: There, you I'm sure every it month seems like it. Signs. There was like stickers getting, and people were holding mat. People
1: were holding uh, signs and stuff. Yeah, you get your mailbox stuffed with merch. Because <laughs> the Columbia Music thing was like, you got a penny, right? Yeah, but you <laughs> did, then went no, you got a, a penny, dollar.
2: and then they made you buy the full price of all these these CDs that they sent to you.
1: But nobody ever did that. No. I'm not sure how Columbia House stayed in business for any length of time.
2: I, I never, I don't know. I never subscribed. <laughs> I got a bunch
1: of CDs. Okay, from well, them at some point, yeah. <laughs> of course, but that's <laughs> why you—you
0: so you would have 100% subscribed. <laughs> to... No, I didn't spend all that yeah, money. No. on
2: No, but this CDs is why your month. credit rating sucks.
1: <laughs> this, <right. laughs> exactly, because they keep dinging you month own after Columbia. month. Yep. <laughs> what I'm yep. saying, guys, is I own so much money at Columbia House. <laughs> yep. I'm in so much financial trouble. You should not be
2: talking about this. They are listening. Yeah. They are Always heavy listening. listeners of our podcast. That's
1: Always why listen. I saw that and I was like, I would not do that because I've gone down those roads. <laughs> I know how bad it can a slippery get. Slope. A slippery slope. slippery <laughs> slope. One day you're spending $24 on a Mad Dog is Mass fan club. And the next thing you know, the IRS is beating down your door. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> when they talk to the Grunt Brothers, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's be honest, they both appear to be well into their middle age. (laughs) Does this make you think about taking up wrestling as a career? I agree with you, but one of the Grunt Brothers
2: was Dick Murdoch. Died of a heart attack at 49. Yeah. Which was years after this movie. Yeah. So, no.
1: (laughs) Okay, all right. Erica, what do you think?
2: Man, it so he
0: maybe was in his late thirties when he I'd filmed say this?
2: early forties, but he looked like he was in his mid fifties.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They both look <sighs> like they're yeah. well into their Right. Yeah. In fact, I mean, you know, not everybody, but there's several people in this movie that definitely are older. Mm-hmm. Like they're older wrestlers. You know, yes. they're still like yeah. you know, look like pretty strong. But they definitely are a little bit older. Yeah. Yeah. Which I actually found encouraging.
0: Hmm. I, I mean, if you're asking me, would I take up wrestling? As in, would I participate in wrestling? God. As much as I would love to smash a chair over someone's head or yeah. choke somebody out, you know, in the ring.
1: Uh. No, I wouldn't. Okay. No. Well. Just please support me in my dream when I <laughs> take it up. <laughs> Never too late, Ryan. Thank you. It's never, never too, too late. late. That's, all, that's all. I was hoping I would have a couple people that would be like, you know what? It's never too late to start. But, well, um, you can. That's all right. Mark and I are just saying, pass, hard pass. I'll need people to to help me. But with if it. you want to
0: practice me smashing a chair over your head, call me. I'd love to be a part of that. <laughs> Thank you,
2: honey. I, 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 I just want to know, I could, like, I count on you. Do you want to hear the crunch? Do you want to hear the cracks? <laughs> Do you want to hear the groans and the moans? <laughs> <laughs> Are you only happy breaking bones? So true. That's that's me. That's how okay. I feel. Just making sure. Wrestling night. sure.
1: <laughs> um, last question, just because I just wanted to know, I wasn't hundred percent. Is El Toro, the wrestler that's played by Armando Guerrero, who's also the the wrestling coordinator for this, is he a matador or a bull? Which one is he? He's is both.
2: B- I think he's both.
1: His costume is a real mixed mm-hmm. bag. It is real it's confusing. Both. Yeah, yeah he's both.
2: I think it's the it's the anger of the bull mm-hmm. and the stylistic. Yeah, the flair. Zen- yeah. Gen- I was gonna say something French there, but nah, fuck it. The, <laughs> the style of the matador. <laughs> <laughs> Je ne sais quoi. The is croissant of yeah. the <laughs> <Le> croissant.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, that's about as good a French as we kind of get in this movie. Mm-hmm. Even though we do like Lady Denier is 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 a French actress, but Angel Face was just talking a bunch of random French words. Yeah. yeah. Well. Yep. Um. All right. Well. Uh, also, what happened to El Toro's girlfriend? Is she doing okay? Ah. I don't know. What, is ha- she all right? where, where, what happened to her? She was just so sad for El Toro getting beat up, and yeah. then we never saw them again. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, well. well. All right. Quickly, a very brief amount of research here in the research corner. Oh. <laughs> this is where, you, like, Ryan's.
0: Oh. <laughs> corner. <laughs> <laughs> Wow.
2: Oh, All right. It's a, du- oh, it's a duet from here on out, huh? <laughs> okay.
4: Do
0: you want to hear the research? Do you want to hear it much? Do you want to hear the research? You'll hear it just a bunch. It's a research. It's Ryan, Ryan Ryan's research that started to sound like a song that we cannot use. <laughs> That's right. And that we do yeah, not have permission to use.
1: We managed to not uh, not crash the plane. <laughs> there. Mean. All right. So this was produced by New World, also James G. Robinson, who also presents it. He's uh, at the opening credits. He mm-hmm. also produced Nightbreed and Ace Ventura: Pet Detective, nice. amongst other things. Oh. Fucking um, Nightbreed. This is released. <laughs> God, that fucking movie Take sucks. a stance. Oh, oh, man. There you go. Now, look. now, guys, we're going to get through some research and then bitch about Nightbreed for 50 minutes. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm ready. Oh, He's All ready. Right. Mark's okay, stretching. He's ready. He's ready. Uh, this is, I believe, it's sometimes hard with some of these new world movies to really find out when they're exactly released. And also because this was not released in wide release. It was released in limited release, but I believe that was around November 30th, 1985, eighty mm. five. I'm I, if that's right. Um, the other movie that would have followed in 1985 from New World would be... Okay, so, yeah, I have November 30th. I also have it here that it's November 1st. So... I'm not sure when exactly it came out. Transylvania six, 5,000 also came out in November, 1985. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. So Mark can't wait to get to that one. Oh, um, <laughs> um, so uh, Holzman. I know, uh, Alan Holzman had to fight to get it into a single theater in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, and really wanted to play in LA and new world was not really behind it. They did not push a major release for this. Um, and then the thing that was interesting to me because I was watching a movie most of the time going, wait a minute. I know this guy that plays Leslie, the, uh, but he's got this name, Jeff Dial, and I couldn't figure it out. And I was looking up IMDb. I was like, who is this guy? And that's when I really found out it was Jim Turner because that's not his name that's in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I looked him up and um, that's because uh, he's a part of Duck's Breath Mystery Theater. Um, with a bunch of other guys that are all in the movie Bill Allard Dan Coffey Merle Kessler Leon Martel and Jim They're all in this movie Bill Allard plays JJJ the manager of Skull Crusher who is in Mm -hmm. the beginning scene Um, uh, Leon Martel plays the Hackensack reporter believe he's the reporter that interviews all the different wrestlers Dan Coffey plays the ring announcer who wanted to have a different career and Merle Kessler plays Ian Scholes. He's a host of the Wrestling Update, which sets up Adrian, Adrian uh, Steele's show. And the name Ian Scholes is a different spelling of a character that Kessler created during Duck's Breath. And he still plays that satiric character. Really? Yeah. He still does a whole bunch of like oh. satirical oh. comedy as that character. Nice. Also, that Randy character that Jim Tur- Turner did on MTV was also created through Duck's Breath. Um, I... Um, happened to have worked with jim on a digital series that i created so i wrote him today and was like hey we're gonna talk about grunt the wrestling movie so he wrote me back and told me that regarding grunt the director alan holzman and the producer tony randall came to see a duck show in santa monica and we met them the next day that's how they got involved in the movie and clearly they improvised a good deal and were very uh instrumental in a lot of the jokes in the film Hmm. um uh, he uh, he said and they told me about that he had to use a fake name mm-hmm. um, he also then a lot of those guys go on to work with Alan Holtzman in Program to Kill and also some of the other movies he did he mentioned Jim mentioned that he was uh, a voice of a guy in a sex phone call with Debbie Harry for Alan's movie Intimate Stranger <laughs> so um, so they all move on and work with him now I know capacities. what I'm watching tonight <laughs> there, there you go. Um, and from from be right before this, the whole group, not only were they doing a show in Santa Monica, which obviously Holzman and Tony Randall went to go see, but prior to this, they were writers and performers on Nickelodeon's out-of-control sketch comedy show, which was hosted by Dave Coulier. Mm. Hmm. Wow. Um, which is actually the first show produced for Nickelodeon. It was the first, really? the very first Nickelodeon show. Wow. Which I don't remember just, that one. I do remember it, and I did watch a few clips, and I was like, "Okay, I remember this," but I don't know if I ever mm-hmm. really sat through it or got into it because we didn't get cable for such a long time. I would have only seen it on reruns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And then they later, after a Grunt the Wrestling movie, they do a TV show called Doctor Science, mm. um, which is basically uh, the uh, the guy uh dan coffee who plays the ring announcer he's playing dr science which is the character they did in their show and it's basically him as a very sort of arrogant scientist going through a lot of different science mm-hmm. stuff they did that for a while and then in 1989 they made their own movie zadar cow from hell um which <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. this was basically this movie is a part of the history of duck's breath mystery theater Wow, and this is one of you know the well, things that they did. So great. that's really my research for well, this episode. Some good research, um, yes. guys. We hope you enjoyed uh, Grunt, the wrestling movie, and our episode about it. I really got to say, this is one you should check out. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I,
2: this deserves uh, some some respect. This, yes, yeah.
1: Uh, it, you know, put some respect on this movie's name. It, again, it's as we've sort of gone over, it's not perfect. There's there's a few things that uh, this movie does. What am I trying to say? This movie's not perfect, but it's still very funny. Yeah, and, and and I thought it was a blast. I'm gonna enjoy rewatching it. I'm glad I got to watch this a few times over. And I can't say that about all the movies that we've mm-hmm. watched. Nope. No. Yeah. No. No. Nope. I can't. Uh, I can't say that either. I can't take. The, I can't get those hours back from Star Raiders. <laughs> nope. I can't get it back. But I can't hey, get it back.
2: You know, 2022 has started off pretty strong. We've done our well. I feel like we started off with a bang. Well, Crimes of
1: Passion is, I think, what you're referencing. That is I don't know. that's a rewatch. True. Oh, um, it did start off with a bang. <laughs> it
2: does. Oh! <laughs> uh, but I think uh, you know if we haven't had a Space Raiders. We haven't had an Annihilator. Oh, space Raiders, not we, Star Raiders. We haven't had a, an Annihilators oh yet. True. Or an True? Omega Syndrome.
1: Right? right. So,
2: I mean, I feel like. 2021 we really kind of went through some sludge
1: mm-hmm. and we will still continue to go through sludge it's not i mean it's early yet. we're flying high right yet. now
0: but yeah. <laughs> we're about to get those wings burned right off new worlds,
1: new world's like you you enjoy yourselves right now we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get you we'll get you <laughs> but this is one i think that you should give a chance i think you should give this a chance it may not work for you maybe it will but oh, i think this so be, fun this Do movie it. Is, uh, is a lot of fun and i think you should check it out um so check out this movie um and just so you know we will have an interview with director alan holzman talking about grunt next week so hold out for that um we hope you listen to that rate and review us while you while you're waiting for next week take that time to rate and mm-hmm. review us we'll see you next time with the new world pictures podcast bye everybody